Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Welcome to our 95th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. (laughs) And this week we are, it's our last week of March. And so we're still featuring the Teeling Irish Whiskey. And yeah, this one is called an Irish Lady. It's a... Why are you giving the name away? Oh, shoot. (laughs) If you want to know how to make it, join the Marriage on the Rocks Speakeasy Facebook page. Yes. Um, You'll notice if you're watching that... Mine's more full than yours because we had to do the intro over because Crystal Spill. dumped half of it on herself when we, when we kicked off the episode. Yeah, yeah so, yeah. What it's, do you think? It's really good, really though. Good. If you like lemon, this is your drink. This is my drink. I love lemon, and this is, yeah, it's really good. I wish I didn't spill half of it on myself, right. but, yeah. yeah. It's neat. Anybody watching, you can see the there's a layer of frothiness at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really good. I, I, I said in the video when I made the made the drink that it was probably the more com- most complicated one we've done on here, mm-hmm. just because you have to Do mix it twice to get it to turn out that way. Mm-hmm. But it's I really like it. I'm not a big lemon fan either, and mm-hmm. it's it's really good. Yeah, it's so. super yummy. I like it a lot. So this week it's going to be a little bit different of an episode. Um, some of you that know us may know that what the episode is going to be about already because mm-hmm. you know us personally and you know that something happened in our life or my life that yeah, it's our life. I guess it is our life, but I guess it affected me directly. Right. And, um, so it's a little bit different of an episode and it's more of a, a therapeutic type episode for for me or for both of us, really, mm-hmm. to to get things just out in the open and expressed over the microphone. Yeah. Did, uh, I mean, rhetorical, because I know nobody can answer, but my question is, did you ever have, like, when those of us that are close to our age, we grew up when we would talk to people, it was on the phone. Mm-hmm. And so if you were dating somebody or you had a friend or whatever, you call each other at night, have the conversation. And did you ever have the instance where you were having a conversation and the person started to argue with you and then they just hung up on you before you could rebuttal? Yeah. That's what's happened in real life. Uh It's kind of how it feels. Yeah. Is it's like, I feel like you or we got hung up on Uh and we weren't ever able to state our case right yeah and so we didn't get really any type of closure Mm -hmm. on it especially you not for lack of trying right yeah and i think that this was kind of our way to get closure ourselves since the responsible parties won't own up and give us the closure yeah yeah exactly i know and i mean we gave the I mean, I maybe we should back up and start saying exactly. Well, I, for yeah, fans that know us outside of just the podcast mm-hmm. are, like you said, kind of already aware. Those of you that are, are tuning in for marriage advice or conversations about the quarantine, 
this will have nothing to do with that. Yeah. Um, and so it's going to be a different type of episode, as you said. We're yeah. not doing a dumbass post the week or anything like that. And so if you don't, if you don't want to listen to yeah. us, no feelings, our personal our life type issues, then we yeah. completely understand. You don't, you can turn it off right now. <laughs> it's a good story, though. <laughs> so. Yeah. So um, I so basically, you know, I guess most of you know that I am a personal trainer, and. Recently got officially certified back in December and started working at a gym. And this last Friday, not, I guess maybe it's, it'll be a couple weeks this, now. Yeah, it's a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, I, right, right before the quarantine stuff started, like right as that was kind of coming mm-hmm. up. Uh, and we weren't really sure where, which way it was going to go. We knew that they had already kind of started to do the quarantine in LA and New York mm-hmm. and I think Denver was kind of coming on board but for us in Oklahoma the the switch on the quarantine flipped after this happened yeah yes uh-huh so I was told by the gym that I was working at that I am not uh, team player. A, a good fit for their gym. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, I'm not a team player and that I am not allowed to train there anymore. Um, but I guess to, to back up <laughs> from kind of, kind of the beginning of, of how, you know, with me starting working there, training there and everything before we even started, before I even started training there, uh, Seth and I, we had a conversation with the owner. This was our gym. We were members. Yeah. We, we've been connected to this gym in one way, shape, or another since 2012, 11-ish? Mm-hmm. 12, I 12. guess. Yeah, 2012. Um, we used to visit it. For those of you that follow me, some of this may sound repetitive, but we used to visit this gym when we would come from Colorado to Oklahoma for the holidays. And it's where we would go and work out, and we enjoyed it. And we became members there at the end of 2018 Mm -hmm. when our other gym closed its doors. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So fast forward about exactly a year over the holidays. Yeah. uh Yeah, it was about exactly a year. I got my certification, um, and so did Seth. But, you know, we realized that, that Seth, he has a regular job and travels a lot and he wouldn't be able to dedicate time and stuff to to training people one clients on one, yeah. yeah one-on-one and so we we had a conversation with the owner you know about me going and training there and you know I I guess throughout our just being members of the gym we really noticed that the trainers that worked there didn't really show any, none of their clients showed any results. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt that I had a, you know, I have one, I have a really good story and I, I have sustained a healthy lifestyle for eight years mm-hmm. and after massive weight loss. Yes. And I felt that I would be a good asset to the gym. Mm-hmm. And, and so did... And the, they agreed. Yeah, and so did the owner. And so 
Um, well, even on the progress thing, us being there for just over a year, you know, we brought up in the conversation that this exact point that, you know, we've been here for a while now. We haven't seen anybody make any progress, you know, for the most part. You have a couple of trainers that really kind of walk the walk and talk the talk, but that's it. Yeah. And we're not seeing any anybody else's clients make any progress. And even admittedly, the owner said all the testimonials and progress they have were clients that he had a few years ago. Yeah. That they hadn't made any progress with new clients. They didn't have any new testimonies. Um, yeah, he's like, you guys are right. Yeah. You're right. And so we, because of your success... And because of the people that we had been helping over the last eight years that had had success, we knew we knew how to get those results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, and we, you know, with with the owner and all of that being said, we also told him that there was, that we've noticed certain things in the gym that the trainers were doing that were, could basically hurt, hurt somebody. Some, yeah. somebody. And that they weren't showing them how to properly do certain exercises. And, I mean, that's a big concern. And he was like, oh, wow. You know, it was kind of eye-opening to him mm-hmm. because he didn't realize that. And he's kind he's he was he's pretty much, um, I don't know. Hands off. Yeah, hands off from everything <clears throat> and, and doesn't know a whole lot about what's going on in the gym right now. Um but so anyway, so we had this conversation. He's like, okay, cool. Yeah, come in for an interview uh, with or have us come in and talk to uh, these other two trainers. And then, you know, we can make a decision whether or not you want, can train here. And, uh, and at that time, he also said that, you know, there, there's no hier- hierarchy here. We, you know, everybody is there. They're all contracted employees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're all 1090 contracts, and you run your business the way that you, you want, want to. to. You train your clients the way you want to. You promote yourself the way you want to. You advertise the way you want to. Anything you do to promote yourself or advertise, we will share share for mm-hmm. you as well, speaking of social media stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, and they did. Yeah, they did. and that's what we wanted. We uh-huh. wanted... We didn't want for you didn't want I mean the main reason we got the certification was because we knew what we were going to do with the website mm-hmm. we were going to develop and offer virtual fitness plans and online support and things like that and we wanted to make sure we were certified so it was legit mm-hmm. um, there's too many people out there that aren't certified that act like they know what they're talking about and mm-hmm. so we knew what we were talking about we just needed the certification, certification so we did it wasn't to get it to physically go train in the gym mm-hmm. but it just seemed to kind of make sense and if we found a perfect fit where you could be as picky as you wanted and take on as many or as little clients as you wanted to, knowing that it didn't need to be, you know, a sole source of income. Yeah. It could really just be from the standpoint of, I want to help people change their lives and partner with clients that were going to be successful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And even with that being said, I was uh, interviewed and offered a job with Lifetime Fitness, a full-time trainer position at Lifetime Fitness. And, like, all in kind of the middle of all of this going on. Yeah, was, well, you had just started there. Yeah. And it was, like, within the first two weeks they uh-huh. contacted you and and you turned them down. Yeah, because I wanted to be able to set my own schedule and mm-hmm. not basically not work, like, a corporate-type structure. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You you wanted the freedom that he was offering us at, at 
at our gym yes. to be able to do that. Uh-huh. And, I was and the like, Lifetime yeah. was a good gig. It was full-time, great pay, good all benefits. the benefits. I know. It, it would have been, and Lifetime's a phenomenal center, so yeah, it would have been a pretty good gig, but uh-huh. you didn't need it. I know. Yeah, exactly. And But so anyway, uh, to, go, to go on... Um, yeah, we were, we told them about, you know, the other trainers and them not doing things correctly and stuff like that. So that was brought to his attention. Um, he, he did tell me that, yeah, I could, I could run my business the way I see fit and that I was a, except for like he, they, they had specific things, you know, the guidelines that I had to follow, like their, the way that they charged everybody and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, like he said, no hierarchy, you know, you report to me or the other owner. So as I'm at, I I start training and everything and I'm starting to, to get some clients and stuff. I'm posting on social media all the time and promoting myself and everything. And this, these, this one trainer there started mimicking what I was doing, Mm -hmm. which it's, you know, at first you're like, oh, wow, like, cool. I'm, I'm kind of inspiring and motivating them to get off their ass and do something. And do something. And none of them had done any of that before, but I guess maybe I just, I lit some sort of... Not a consistent basis anymore. Right. It was very sporadic and not real well thought out. Your, your posts were very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you have been in sales for 12 years mm-hmm. and you've worked with marketing campaigns. And so you knew, you know, kind of what to do and you knew how to run social media type of stuff. And so you did it with an intent. It wasn't just to, oh, let me blast this out on social media. And that's what they had been doing was mm-hmm. just like, well, let me check in, take a photo, throw it out there and hopefully I get some likes or something. But there was really no intent and they weren't measuring the success of their own self-promotion. And mm-hmm. you knew how to do that. Yes, yes. So that, and that's exactly what I was doing. And I was, then, you know, I start getting people like noticing my my social media posts and they're like, oh my gosh, uh, you know, asking for me directly. Mm-hmm. And like, I want her to train me. <clears throat> oh, I didn't know she was training there now. That's who I want to be my trainer. So well, another idea that you had was all the other trainers when they would work out there, they would work out in their regular clothes. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And you were like, I'm gonna wear my gym shirt with the trainer logo on it while I'm there all the time. Yeah. So everybody knows it's you're a walking, talking testimonial poster and advertisement. Yeah. For that, and mm-hmm. lo and behold, same person so, starts, starts doing, doing, the, doing exact the same thing. thing. Yeah. Yes. So it was just like little little things like that, and that were, you know, at first kind of flattering. it's almost flattering, <laughs> yeah. but then it starts to be like okay, like I don't know, come up with your own shit. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. And so then um, I, you know, I'm work, I've worked there for a little while, and then I I was like, you know, I need to start doing a little bit more like what else can I do so I came up with a like this cool trifold uh flyer pamphlet type type thing and had the the logo of the gym on there and it was really color coordinated to match their colors yes 
their logo right on the front, I believe on the back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you told your story in it. You had pictures of your transformation. Mm-hmm. You had who you were certified through. Um, you had a little thing about diet. And, and it was really well thought out. Really, Once again, very intentional. Mm-hmm. Not this throw together real quick and see if it works um, type of effort. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it looked great. It was, yeah, they were great. awesome. They were really cool. So I, I came up with that. I came into, or you and I, we came into the gym, like, right after we made them. Because we we ordered some, um, but then we were like, well, It was going to take a week to, or two to get Yeah, printed. I need to, like, get them out there right away. So we went to Kinko's or FedEx, FedEx office, or whatever yeah. and, and got them Just had them printed, out. like, 50. Mm-hmm. So I did that, and then... Um, we go to the gym to work out, and I drop off the little the little pamphlets with a holder in a holder. So, in like a couple different areas of the gym, so so people will be able to you know see it throughout the gym, and uh, and then all of a sudden, so I'm, I'm working out and everything, and I go, I'm almost kind of I don't know finishing my workout. And I go back up to the front desk to see, oh, because there was other, there was um, prospects coming in to the gym to see the gym. And I, I went up to the front desk and asked the people at the front desk, hey, has anyone taken my flyers? And he was like, yeah, someone did. And I was like, oh, cool. And he was like, well, yeah, not cool because they, they're pretty upset about it. She's pretty pissed. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it was this other trainer. Mm-hmm. The same one that been had been everything. mimicking me. And uh, I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I don't understand why she's so upset about it. And um, so at that point was the first time that I was warned about she and her husband. Because they both work there. Uh-huh. He's part-time, she's full-time. Yeah. And but they're still both contractors. Right. Right, exactly. And so um, so at, at that point, I was like, okay, well, that's weird. And then some other... Well, because he warned you. Yeah, he warned me about that. About watch out. Because yeah, the, you know, if they don't like something, they're going to say something about it and, uh, and all this stuff. They're going yeah. to make sure that your life is hell. Yeah. And, I mean, he was right. <laughs> Um, but so then like even within that same night, there were members that saw her grab my flyer and take it and then like run off with it and was all mad about it. And well, and they said that she went and grabbed her husband yes. and brought him brought up front him. so that he could see it. Uh-huh. And then she, yeah, she was visibly upset about the whole thing. Uh-huh. Like, like, what the fuck does that matter? I mean, yeah. what what kind of bubbled that pop? What did I do? I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. And so, anyway, um, so that was the first thing, I guess, kind, kind of, of incident, w- yeah. warning sign, maybe, to lead to all of this, really. And um, so after that, then people started seeing my flyers and stuff more. And... Um, one person, one gal in particular, she was a um, beauty pageant competitor. 
um, at the state level. At the state level, and so she saw my flight. Well, actually, let me back up. Uh, she had sat. She sat down and spoke with this other trainer, and the other trainer was going to get her to try to um, personal train with her. And then she saw my flyer, and a few days later, calls me directly and is like, "Hey, I we think we made a mistake. Yeah, I think we jumped the gun with this other trainer. I really want you to be my trainer. You know, can we make that happen?" And so I was like, "Sure." And at that point, I was like. I was like, I didn't want, I didn't want any animosity or for her to feel any ill feelings towards me because of this stuff happening. Um, It's, again, it's not my fault that it was happening and it's, it is up to the client who they want Mm -hmm. to train Mm -hmm. them. But, But you didn't want her to feel like you were poaching her clients. Right. Yeah, and and so I I spoke with her. Oh, I spoke with the manager about it, and told him, you know, how I was feeling about having this conversation with her, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then I actually did have the conversation with her, and, and it seemed to go okay. It mm-hmm. seemed to go well, and uh, and she she did say something like, well, it kind of did seem like you were. Um, trying to like push your way in or something i'm like well no that's not that's not what i mean because you hadn't approached them you didn't say here's a flyer of mine look at this no they they freely took it yeah and went home and made the decision that comparing apples to apples this person looks this way and this person looks that way Mm -hmm. which one do i want to look like Mm -hmm. i want to look like this person that was the decision they made which Mm -hmm. is 100 percent fully within the right Mm -hmm. and that's what they did but so, you, you were still really concerned that it was going to... You didn't want to hurt her feelings over it, and you didn't want it to even have the perception that what she drew anyway uh-huh. from it. Right. So that same day, she I had that conversation with her. Then I noticed that she had put flyers. She now made flyers. <laughs> I like for, a half-ass attempt at them, though. For herself. And, uh, and so... I was like, and it didn't, again, you know, it wasn't, it didn't match the, the gym's logos or anything like that, the colors or anything like that. Um, it was, it it looked like, you know, more like it was for her. Like she was in on it just for herself right? (laughs) instead of trying to promote the gym too, which I don't know. I thought that I thought it was a good thing that I put the gym information Mm -hmm. on my flyers. So anyway, so yeah, so she again copied that too, yeah. and I mean, I don't know. With all of this, I, I kind of feel like. Well, then she tried to play that off like, oh well, I was gonna do these anyway. Yeah. You just beat me to the punch. Uh huh. And I was like, all right, and that's that kind of was the theme. Uh huh. Like, oh well, I was about to do that too. Uh huh. You know, and it was like, okay, well, you didn't. Right. You didn't do it, and uh-huh. I didn't intentionally beat you to the punch. I'm just doing what I think I need to do to promote myself. Make money for my business and promote for the gym. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. Quit getting upset about it. Yeah, I know. So I started making videos and stuff, you know, little little clips and stuff of my workouts and even some of my clients' routines and stuff, you know, just, just kind of showing people, you know, like, this is what you should do. Mm-hmm. Well, 
Lo and behold. Guess who copies that too? (laughs) Same thing. Same freaking thing. So then there were other things in the gym that, that they were doing that I didn't necessarily agree with. Um, I, they were making us come in for one meetings, which, okay, a meeting's a meeting. That's fine. They were making a mandatory though. Well, it, when you're a 1099 contracted employee, you're supposed to be paid when you're on site. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be paid when you're working. And they expected all of you, mm-hmm. not just you, not they just expected me. all of you to want to willingly dedicate your time to just be there for other things outside of what would actually make you money. Mm-hmm. They wanted you to attend meetings. They wanted you to make phone calls. They wanted you to do evaluation so they had Which all like of the these phone things call, the phone calls it's like okay like it's trying to get myself clients in anyway. right so so some of the things i can understand like being there and and trying to do things for myself mm-hmm. but there were certain things that that i didn't necessarily agree with like they were having us come in and evaluate each uh team member uh, employee that is a trainer Mm-hmm. And, you know, spend another, I can't, did they, I think it was like five, at least five sessions with these other trainers on top of the training that you're already doing and, and just evaluate the person. It's, I guess, peer evaluations, mm-hmm. which I, so I had a, a conversation with one of the owners and I said, you know, I know that I understand the reasoning why you're wanting to do this but we're contracted employees and honestly i don't think that that is legal yeah for you for you all to make this to mandate mandate it without pay Mm -hmm. yeah they can't do that Yeah. yeah so he was like okay he's like that's fair like let me try to come up with a solution and We'll come up with a solution by next Friday's meeting. So okay, that's fair enough. So come that Friday, we he came up with a solution, and he said, you know, I'm not. Yeah, you guys know it's not mandatory. You guys don't have to. We yeah, can't you make guys you do don't it. have to do yeah. it anymore. Um, we're gonna have these other <laughs> contracted employees do it that are volunteering to do it instead, which was one of the the which was this main trainer girl. Yeah. And so, so anyway, I was like, oh, good. And like everybody in the meeting that day was happy that that happened. Yeah, that that was the result. Right. And they were all like, oh, good. I'm glad we don't have to do that anymore. You know, that was kind of a pain in the neck and stuff. And I'm glad that they were glad that I spoke up. Mm -hmm. Well, in that same meeting... This same trainer, she got pissed off because of all of this. Because she she thought that everybody should just want to do it. Um, mm-hmm. And she just couldn't comprehend the fact that... Why people would That your time is valuable. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And while some people may look at it as a... That what they're making on it is self-development... Some of them may need that. Most of them did need self-development. Mm-hmm. But when it came to that aspect, you, once again, whether you need it or don't need it, you can't ask someone to do something for free. Mm-hmm. 
You just can't. And, and one of the solutions could have been, we're going to have all you guys do this, and we're going to pay you while you're here. Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be you don't have to do it anymore. They just couldn't mandate that you guys do it. Yeah. For no pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So... She was upset that nobody else wanted to just voluntarily do it. Uh-huh. And so she ends up saying something. I, I can't remember exactly the words that she said, but she was yelling. I mean, her face was red, her... Her veins were popping out of her neck, and she was yelling, and I was, I kept my cool, I was calm, and I was like, you know, I, I disagree. I mean, I think that I'm glad that we're not going mm-hmm. to do this anymore, and, and that's fine. And then her husband starts going taking and, and taking her side and, and basically ganging up on me, and... Like, everybody in the room is just kind of like, oh, my gosh, like, this is uncomfortable because of how upset they were getting. Mm-hmm. And um, so, anyway, so time goes on, and uh, that's, you know, I guess that's water under the bridge for now. I mean, they didn't... But immediately following that meeting, you were given your second Oh, warning. I'm sorry, yes. Yes, right after that meeting, another trainer took me aside... And said, hey, I just want to let you know that, you know, I know that you you have your opinions and everything, but you need to not share those. And You saw how they ganged up on you. Yeah, you saw how they ganged up on you. And that's what they do to everybody. And I've seen people get fired for or get told to leave for being like this, for having, for, yeah, not agreeing with them. And I said, okay, so I'm not able to share my opinion at all. And they were like, no. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, not if you want to work here, just be cool. Just, just let it be. You don't, you don't need to say anything. I was like, all right. So then, you know, a few weeks go by. I mean, all of this whole thing happened within three months. This is only three fucking months. Yeah. I mean, we're talking Early January to mid March. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, re- this all was in a three month period. Yes, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it is. So, uh, so a few weeks go by, and we have our meetings every Friday. And at that point, I was like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I'll just keep my mouth shut and keep just, treating my clients. And- yeah, doing doing what I need to to. Because the reason why I want to work there and, you know, and, and just be with my clients, just go in, don't, you know, deal with any of this, these politics here, just go in, train my clients and then leave. And so that's, that's what I was doing. And I didn't want to, in, in the meetings, I didn't want to say anything else. I was just like, forget it. I'll, I'll take his advice. And So at that point, um, a few weeks later, I came into the gym and the owner was sitting there in our little office and, you know, we're just kind of small talking and he, he was like, so how are things going? And I was like, oh, they're good. Blah, blah, blah. You know, cool. I'm glad I'm here. And he was like, and then he kept like pressing and like asking more questions and then so I was like well 
Let me, I mean, I... Well, did you get the feeling that somebody had said something to I, him? I did. And that's why he was... Because I think you told me, like, a few days prior to that, he did the same thing. Uh-huh. But you guys were on the floor, there was things going on. Yeah, and I didn't... I And I didn't see him until mm-hmm. that next that time, next time or whatever. Yeah. And, and, yeah, I did kind of get a feeling like, okay, like, who are you... Who are you trying to get information for? Yeah. <laughs> you know, are you really concerned? Are you really, you know, uh, really interested in what I have to say? Mm-hmm. Or is it that... Well, and, and your, your mind kind of is like, well, did did one of the other staff members that, that knows what these two are doing say something and, like, you need to ask Crystal about it? Or yeah. did these other two complain about you and is like... Uh, fucking crystal and mm-hmm. that's why he's asked you don't it's like a crap shoot like well if i say something is it because it's going to help the situation or if i say something is it going to am i going to bury myself right so you don't really know that's why the previous time you'd be like oh it's a, everything's fine yeah uh-huh but then this time he he pressed a little bit more and, and i was like well okay here's Here's the thing I said. Here's what happened in a few meetings ago. Yeah, a few meetings ago. Because he even as he had not he he had not been to one meeting any of the meetings since I started there. Not one. No. Um, and I said that uh, you know that this is what happened, and I feel that I have kind of, uh, I guess, almost ruffled some feathers at the gym, and with just my presence, not that I'm doing anything wrong. It was just that. There was this thick level of animosity. Yeah. I mean, we could feel it every time we went to work out. Mm-hmm. It was just... It was bad. It was just horrible. Just uh-huh. uncomfortable and bad. And you... you, I mean, as someone that is commonly disliked, I can always tell when people dislike me. <laughs> <laughs> so my dislike radar was just going off all the time. Yeah, right. I know. But it's only by two people. Yeah. It's not the, the and when you say ruffle ruffle some feathers, you're talking about two people. Yes. Not yeah, I know. not that everybody else was like upset. It's it's uh-huh. two fucking people. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, um so yeah, I told him, you know, that I think that you know, there has been some sort of animosity. I've been warned by by people here about these two and um it's it's just not a good feeling. It just doesn't feel good. And then I had another, I had a client and then we, he, he was like, well, he's like, okay, well, what I'll do, I'm going to bring this up. And in the midst of this, you had two former trainers warn oh, you about yeah, them as that's well. That's true too. Yeah. So you, you got four warnings, two from current staff and two from previous staff. Mm-hmm. And one of those previous, I think you can kind of dismiss. Yeah, I know. But one of them you can't. Mm-hmm. And th- that was, we were at that point. Leading even into this, we were debating on should you even stay mm-hmm. because it was like it's we weren't sure how it was going to end. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, let's see how after this conversation with the owner, you knew that he was going to attend the next meeting. So it was like, well, let's see mm-hmm. if once he is maybe he'll be exposed to what's really going on and he'll turn the ship around and it'll be a better environment. Yeah. And it wasn't about getting anybody fired or getting anybody no. rude about it. Just, just fucking fix it. That's all it was. Yeah. Uh-huh. Get it to the point where we thought, or you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I can just fucking come in and train my clients, represent the gym mm-hmm. in a positive light, promote myself, promote the gym, and carry on. Yeah. That's, that's it all seems you simple. wanted. It yeah, seems it so simple. It should have been fucking simple enough. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So he was like, oh, you know, I'll bring it up in the next meeting. I'll be there at the meeting. I'll bring it up um, in a way that basically doesn't say that I was the one that brought it up. Br- bring it up. <laughs> it's like okay. So he does. He comes to the next meeting and. We were all having a conversation, and it was a long-ass fucking meeting. And, uh, and we, we end up, at the, towards the end of it, one of, the, one of the other trainers was like, you know, I just, uh, the vibe here is not good. Mm-hmm. I am not feeling a good vibe, and I haven't really felt a good vibe, vibe since, you know, this other time where these other... Before these other people were here. Yeah. And, and so the, the owner was like, well, he was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta bring what you want to the results to be, basically. You have to bring, gosh. You, you want to act in a way that it's reflected back on you, what you put in, basically. Yeah. Uh-huh. What you put in is what you're going to get out. So uh-huh. basically meaning, well, if you want more positivity here, then you need to come in and be positive. Uh-huh. Which is a great concept in theory. Mm-hmm. But when you're dealing with some of that shit, I know it's, it's really not. It's, it's not, not as easy as it, yeah. as it sounds. Uh-huh. When and especially when it's like, well, you can fix this because this is the problem right here. Uh-huh. So why is it our responsibility to change our attitudes and act like what these two are doing isn't happening, mm-hmm. and that's supposed to magically fix it? Yeah, you know when when we're we're. And they were kind of beating around the bush. Nobody re- nobody really wanted to come out and say. This is the fucking problem right here. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it was just kind of these... Well, even me, initially, yeah. initially, I was... Yeah, you didn't want to point the finger. Yeah, I don't want to point the finger because... And really, how, what is that going to do? And how is that going to make me look? Right. Because it'll, it'll make me look like I'm, I don't know, trying to... Well, the, the, to get that them you're in trouble. Weak or, or, yeah, you're trying to start shit or you're being a petty or, yeah, or whatever it, like, would, no, it, would, it would look bad yeah and i i didn't want that so yeah so this trainer you know brings that up and then uh in the and in all of this in that meeting you know uh the owner was like i want each of you to be able to to speak your mind and tell us person. exactly what you what you feel and and so, but there was other weren't there other staff that were starting to speak up too and like finally, agree yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and they were like, they because I I eventually because at the towards well we what we thought was the end of the meeting the owner was like, so how do we all feel and everyone just kind of stood quiet and I was like well, I don't feel very good about this mm-hmm. it's not I don't feel good leaving this meeting it's not a good Nothing's resolved. Yeah, nothing. I just feel, ugh. It's not, it's just not good. And so then we talked more and more. And, and eventually it started to feel like we were getting somewhere. And the, you know, with, with me voicing my opinion about things and, and all that, everybody else was like, yes, I know. You, you know, you, you, Crystal, are the only one that is, is voicing your opinion. And, and I agree with you. Yeah, and I agree with you, and I'm so glad that you bring these things up because everything that you have brought up, I agree with, except for one person. Yeah, this guess who didn't yeah. agree with all this. Uh-huh. 
And because the owner asked, so, you know, does everybody understand where Crystal's coming from? And everyone's like, yeah, except for her. She goes, no. And I was like, okay. And the owner was like, well, he's like, that's good. You know, that's good that you, you said no. I mean, you said exactly what you feel. And it's like, okay, yeah. I'm, yes, I, I agree you should say what you feel. I mean, that's exactly what I have been doing the whole time. But what's yeah. funny about that story is that should have been the, the biggest eye-opening revelation that the person I'm putting trust in for leadership is failing horribly. Mm-hmm. And if these other people are supporting, agreeing with, and rallying behind this individual, maybe I need to rethink some of my decisions. Mm-hmm. And that's how you left the meeting feeling like it went. Yeah. And you actually had another staff member come up to you after that and apologize yes. almost for for not 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 um, speaking up in the that in other the meeting, meeting where she, where she yelled and stuff. Yeah. And that, you know, they should have um, spoke up when and agreed with me when when that that time happened because they were like you were getting ganged up on. So all of this, you know, finally, like, I mean, this was a two-hour meeting, and we we kind of ended all, and... But you still felt like it ended on a good yeah, note. Yeah, we kind of all felt a little bit of a relief, like, oh, well, I think I'm t- glad that everything is out there. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think anytime you get a group of people that are, that are all holding the same complaint in, and they feel like they got to share that in some way, it's, it's like dropping that burden. And that's, from when you told me, that's what it seemed like. Everybody except her felt mm-hmm. like they got out of the meeting. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the owner was like, man, he's like, yeah, this was a really good meeting. I'm so glad that we did this. And he, didn't he thank you for bringing yeah. this stuff up uh-huh. and everything? Yeah. And so, so yeah, so that ended that. A few days later, um, I had a one-on-one with the trainer, the, the one that we're talking about. And I had a one-on-one meeting with her, and things... You, At you, first, you put everything else out there. Yeah, we we both put everything else out there. And, you know, she told me certain things, like, that she she felt... She didn't understand why she felt certain things that she did. Um, and I told her that, you know, I've, I felt like since I got here that there was some sort of level of animosity and then she finished what I was going to say, and she said, and jealousy? I said, yes. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I don't know. I don't really know like why, I, why I'm feeling the way I do. She's like, Cause she's like, just the other day, you were deadlifting, and it was a, a really good amount, or a good amount of weight on there, and your form was awesome and everything. And I saw you doing it, and I was like thinking, wow, that's really good. She's like, but then I didn't tell you that. And then that just weighed on me. And I'm not that type of person that acts like that. So why, why do I feel this way about you? So anyway, like we have this one-on-one meeting. And at the end of the meeting, she's like, you know, I, I, I want to fully support you. And I want... I want you to be a part of this team here and 
Well, and you gave a lot of good ideas in that meeting. Mm -hmm. And now I'm wondering how much of that she's trying to take credit for. Oh, I know. With your ideas that you brought up that you never got to share with anybody else. Yeah, that's true. I know. Any new ideas they get in the next few months are probably yours. Yeah, probably. (laughs) I know. Unless they're bad ideas. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, But... So anyway, um, so we each left that meeting, the one-on-one meeting with her and I, feeling pretty good. So, so you thought? Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm glad <clears throat> that, I'm glad that it's all out there. We went back to the gym that night. Yeah, you called me right away, afterwards. and you were like, and I, because I was expecting bad something bad. Uh-huh. I was expecting you to call me that day and be like, I fucking quit. <laughs> I'm not working here anymore. I can't handle this. This. This copycat, jealous bullshit that's going on, I fucking quit. Mm-hmm. That's what I was expecting. And you called me and you're like, it went really good, actually. Yeah. And I yeah. was like, I was like, I was kind of shocked because I was expecting something else. Because uh-huh. I, So I was, I was anticipating being mad and I had to shift gears <laughs> and that was tough. And I was like, well, what? It went, it went good? Really? And so then you shared... Like what you know, happened? the details yeah. of exactly all the conversation. I was like, wow. Uh-huh. And we went to the gym that night, and it felt better. Better, right? Yeah. A like, whole lot better. Yeah. It it was literally like it felt like a weight was lifted off of mm-hmm. all of our shoulders, and that we weren't, there was, everything was going to be heading in the right direction. And then... Two days later. Two days later... <laughs> Uh, have, they put me through this another stupid meeting. <laughs> Pointless fucking meeting. <laughs> stupid meeting again, and then I'm about to work out and everything after our meeting. And you catch them all talking about. And you. I catch them all talking about me when I walk back into the office, and they just paused and got quiet and eyes all. Which like, isn't obvious at all that they yeah. were talking behind your back. <laughs> right, and. Uh, and then I was about to go back out to the floor and they were, the girl and, uh, one of the owners was like, can, can we have a talk with you? Sit down and talk with you. I was like, sure. So sat down and then all of a sudden she closes the door and she's like, yeah, um, Crystal, and try, and it was really like beating around the bush. She was beating around the bush. And I'm just thinking, just get just to the fucking, fucking point. Yeah. yeah. And then she says, you're not a good fit for the gym here. So you're not allowed to train here anymore. You, you know, you're going to have to leave. And I was like, I, it, I was like, I was taken back. I was like, what? Okay. And I didn't really know what to say at that point. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of tried to gather my thoughts. And I was like, all right, well, why? why? (laughs) Yeah, why am I not a good fit? And she was like, well, you know, you're you're just not a team player. She really, at first she didn't, she had to, she didn't know what to say. Because I don't think she expected me to... I don't know why she didn't expect me to ask, ask questions. Because yeah, you, you pushed I'm the everything. big question asker <laughs> for everything. And so, yeah, she's like... She's like, well, you know, we just came to the conclusion that you're, you're not a team player. And um, then she said this stuff about the... This, um, 
new member orientation stuff that the night before that which you at- didn't have to attend at no. all and you chose to attend it wasn't mandatory and then she bashed you for attending it uh-huh and after you that, shared your story talked about it and everything. yeah i shared my story with all of these new members and stuff and and she's like i know that you shared your story and all that but you just didn't you just looked like you were there just to be there and just watch I'm like, what the fuck else am I supposed to do? Yeah. You're the one that is you, wanting to avoid you guys this are thing anyway. So. doing this whole thing. But, you know, it, was, it wasn't mandatory that I be there. But I was there. And there were, I mean, even the, again, the owner wasn't there. The, the other part owner wasn't there. Yeah. So, so it should have been at least looked at that, wow, if, the, if our own management and leadership won't support us, it's nice that Crystal did. Yeah. I don't understand how they misconstrue that. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not a team player, and they canned me. <laughs> yeah. So, um, where was I going with the... But, yeah, so, I mean, and, and after all of this, I mean, I, I call Seth, and I'm, like, just trying to calm down, and... Well, <laughs> neither one of us really knew what to say. Yeah. Because it, it was really... It was really... For you and me, it was really just out of the blue, like. Well, especially with what had happened. In yeah, the what last happened over the last week. Mm-hmm. That in in a matter of seven days, it went from wow, this is turning around, things are getting better, things are feeling better, to you're a piece of shit, get out of here, mm-hmm. with no reason, no case to point to, nothing specific to say. Here's why. And another important factor is the other owner in that meeting said, well, I don't have any problems with you all. You've never done anything yeah. to me. Uh-huh. And they let this other contracted fucking trainer make that decision. Yeah. I don't know how the fuck they can even do that. I, I mean, have some goddamn balls and mm-hmm. stand behind the decision of whatever it is, yeah. no matter how awful it is. Even if you didn't agree with her, you should have agreed with her. Yeah. At that moment. Mm-hmm. Not... Been like, oh, or challenged yeah. it and say, well, what? Or do a little research. Oh, really? Well, let's talk to her clients and see what they say. Uh-huh. Let's talk to the other staff and see if she's not a team player. Uh-huh. But a lot of the staff there are scared shitless of these two, so they probably wouldn't even tell the truth if they were asked with immunity anyway. Mm-hmm. Because the benefit you had was you didn't need the job. You didn't need the money. I know. At all. Mm-hmm. And you were literally doing it because I wanted because to. you wanted to, not because you had to. And I think that that's where the other trainers and staff that support you mm-hmm. are like, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get involved because I fucking need this job. Mm-hmm. You don't, but I do. And, yeah. and which that's not the expectation that they all quit or anything like that. No, <laughs> but, no, not at all. But we were, I remember when you called me that day and, and we were talking, I was, I, I was like, I, I'm so fucking pissed. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It I takes a lot for me to be fucking speechless. <laughs> and I was speechless. And it took me several hours to even come up with the words to even express. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, anytime you go through something like that, anybody that's ever, you know, you've had any of those situations where you walk out and you're like, fuck, I wish I would have said this. I like, no. Fortunately, <laughs> we have a fucking microphone yeah. and a podcast so we can say whatever the fuck we want mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was one of the main reasons that we wanted to yeah. do this so you could have an opportunity to share it um, 
And since you weren't really given a chance or an opportunity for a rebuttal or to ask the questions, and as of recording time, you have reached out Mm -hmm. to the owner, Mm -hmm. one of the owners. We know he's looked at the message and refuses to respond. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was a very... Thought out. It wasn't mean. It wasn't threatening. It was, and we didn't do anything. I I shared on social media that evening, kind of a summary of how we found out about this place, the connection we had with it, why we enjoyed going there, um, really kind of what led us to the path, and then what happened at the end. I didn't call anybody names. I didn't take any low blows on anything like that, and that was really just kind of the first step of the, well, let's get it out there. Because we made a lot of friends there. People, we are synonymous with that location right now. Mm -hmm. Because half of our social media posts are tagged at that location. Mm -hmm. Anything fitness over the last 15 months has been at that location. Mm -hmm. And so... It, it, it was enough to just want to be like, well, here's here's kind of what happened. Here's why you're not going to see us here anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened like right after that, the next day was kind of when the coronavirus shit out here hit the fan. Yeah. And everything had to close anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, which, on a side note, they were supposed to close the gym. I have received texts. Oh, my god! The cops showed up and shut the gym down. I did not... We did no, not have anything to, to do, do with that. that. Um, so I know a couple of people have asked. I Yeah, because like, he got text messages saying, what, what did, did you do? do? I'm like, what are you talking about? You're like, the cops are shutting the gym down. And it was the day after you got fired. Mm-hmm. And so it looked suspect. And I would <laughs> gladly own up to that. And I'd be like, yeah, fuck you. I got friends on the police department, bitch. Right, right. So I did not do that. That was not us. No. I would imagine... If you're fucking stupid enough to blast all over social media that you're the only gym in town refusing to close, somebody's going to report it. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. It was. But it was not us. It was kind of funny, though, like, hearing that and yeah. being like, oh, well. Well, <laughs> and, and I, it was funny because whenever you told me that, that, what she, that she told you you can't train anymore, I was selfishly, I was like, where the fuck am I going to work out? <laughs> I know. Because I just wanted to keep going. Uh-huh. And they were all so scared. I went up there to cancel our memberships. It was a fucking ghost town. Not one employee aside from the front desk people were there. Uh-huh. Everybody had left. I don't know if they were scared that you were going to show back up, that I was going to show up. I mean, we didn't make any type of stupid threat. We didn't act irrational. Mm-mm. Nothing. I think we were still trying to process it. I was definitely pissed when I showed up because it's a shit situation because when you told me I had all these questions well what well why what happened why did they say that why and so my brain starts going on I need at least some kind of justification Mm -hmm. and it would have been better handled if they said you know what Crystal you're a 1099 contractor we don't have a reason to because two days before you had expressed to her that we have too many trainers. Mm-hmm. This is how we need to divvy up who trains who, yeah. how many clients everybody has. So if you're listening to this and you work at this gym and you're hearing this, this was Crystal's fucking idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guarantee you that they're taking credit for that. Uh-huh. But yeah, if they're doing that, you know, you you had talked or about if that. They, if they told them that's the reason why they got rid of me yeah yeah that your own plan worked against you <laughs> yeah you know she brought uh-huh. up a good point we have too many trainers we need to get rid of one 
let's just make her maybe, yeah, you may have dug your own grave. I know, right. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. But, yeah, so so Seth goes up there and... Yeah, and I canceled membership. Yeah, I canceled the membership and everything. And, um, I mean, yeah, and then, you know, they put me on the to pay membership again and it's like why would i even want to yeah, go be there. there i mean after being treated like that yeah and like have people that i know don't like me yeah well there's one trainer there that was booted from her position who is yeah. still there and yeah i don't everybody know everybody know i would have fucking left i'd be like fuck you i'm out of here yeah I don't, I don't know what she like why she thinks that yeah why she let them remove her from that position mm-hmm. and just basically stayed there and took it yeah but you know when we when seth posted the the post that he did on facebook we got i didn't so, i didn't curse i didn't No. there wasn't a heavy angry tone to it no, it was i talked about the history i talked about how i'm disappointed in what happened yeah but once again, I didn't make any threats. I did nothing like that. There no. was nothing petty in there. There was no name calling. It was just, I didn't say anybody's name. And, and just like we're doing the podcast, I don't even want to mention the gym's name. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say anybody's name. I don't want to give anybody good or bad publicity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to keep it generic. Yeah. Uh-huh. But some positive came out of it. Yes. A, lo- a lot of positive came out of it, really. And so many people, yeah, please. So many people reached out and... I mean, if you're friends with us on Facebook, then you know, like... Yeah, you can see everybody's comments. You can see some of the comments, but, I mean, it wasn't just comments. It was people messaging us, personal messaging us. And, you know, because, of course, there's people that, you know, you don't want to put it out there to everybody that you're... (laughs) That you're talking to me, really, I guess, because you don't want to get in trouble. That was the funny thing was when I posted the post, I just put it on Facebook and then put it on Instagram. When I put it on Facebook, I tagged the gym in the post. Mm -hmm. And so other gym goers that we weren't even friends with outside of the gym saw it. Mm -hmm. And the messages just started fucking coming in. Yeah. And, you know, when you go through something like this, you... Uh, and I kind I kind of compare it to my divorce, where it ends, and you're initially like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> and then once you get over that, you're like, "Well, what what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. What what should have I done differently?" And you start to kind of look at your own actions, your own reactions, <coughs> and you go through that much needed self evaluation and reflection yeah. that we've talked about. That's what, and that's what, we and that's do. what we were doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you start to think, like, well, am I insane? Was I the only one that saw this shit show? Mm-hmm. And we find out through all of the support and all these messages and all these texts that we're getting, so many people agreed saw what was going yeah. on, agreed with your standpoint, mm-hmm. and, you know, extended the, the condolence or the handshake or the some really funny, very mean things came through in it mm-hmm. that, of course, we laughed at. Mm-hmm. Um, weren't mean about us. It was mean about these other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't want to share those pieces. But I mean, there's a couple of them that are still pretty funny that we want to share. Yeah, they're just but, funny, so. But not, not super mean, yeah. though, at least. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, do you want me to go ahead and talk about it? Sure, yeah. I mean, we had, uh, you know, we've, we've been members of gyms for... Eight years now. Yeah, over eight years. Uh-huh. And... People have seen our work ethic. They've seen our journey. They've seen what we've put in. They see what we do. They see how we eat. We they see how consistent we are. And so, 
even though it may not be something that somebody you know, always likes or hits that heart or comments on, it still is noticed. Mm-hmm. And so when you have a ripple or a bump in the road like this, that's where you kind of see that your real fitness community and the people that you've grown with and have seen you grow, they kind of step up to show their support. And mm-hmm. so once again, on our Facebook stuff, there's a shit ton of that. Mm-hmm. But the people that really just kind of directly message us, once again, if you're sitting here like, oh, fuck, I hope they don't say my name. We're, We're not, gonna not say going to say your name. Um, some of you, if they were this vindictive, you would not have a job after the coronavirus ban goes away anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we had some friends reach out and, and, you know, it was funny because you know, one of them said, it's an absolute shame that they didn't take advantage of everything she has to offer and instead removed a very valuable asset. Um, another one, and these are just little pieces of some of the messages. You know, another one was all the free publicity you guys gave this place and this is how they treated you. Once again, we talked about that already. Mm-hmm. Our, all of our social media stuff yeah, revolved we, around us being there. Yeah, uh-huh. I know. Well, and it wasn't just me that was sharing posts on social media. Seth was doing it for me, too. Well, and your clients were doing it. Yeah, I know. Yes. And yeah. so. I mean, I was sharing it, I was promoting it. Our friends mm-hmm. were sharing it and promoting it. We had a couple, not, I mean, not just our neighbors, but we still had members there that were sharing what you had posted, what I had posted about mm-hmm. you training there as well. So we had a pretty good, impactful social media presence for the gym. And we didn't expect anything from it. We, 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 you know, we didn't do it to get something in return, but that was something we hadn't really thought about until somebody brought it up. Yeah. Um, I know. But even beyond kind of what, what our friends and the people that really knew us, members, I'm a pretty non-conversational gym person. I, don't, I have very quick snippet conversations. If I can, I don't have any at all. <laughs> but we didn't have a lot of lengthy conversations well, and interaction and it was with people. Like, it was a, a small enough gym to where you got to know people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. and so, But it wasn't like... Super small, but it was small but big enough. Right. Yeah. And some people said this on the post, but, you know, some people reached out and said things like, whenever you guys figure out what gym you're going to, we will be following you and leaving the gym. Mm -hmm. Another person said, I was so excited to see a trainer on the floor here that took care of themselves and looked like a real trainer. Now that's gone. Um, Kind of along those same lines. (laughs) One of the members reached out and said, of course Crystal isn't a good fit, because she is fit. I mean, have you seen the other trainers here? Now, to be fair, there was two, yeah, two, other, tra- trainers two other trainers that were that in good shape. walked the walk and talked the talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Out of, what, 14? No, there, there wasn't that many. Well, I guess I'm thinking total staff. Yeah, total staff, I guess, maybe. Yeah. But actually, it's probably maybe three because like I'm thinking yeah. of some of the class instructors uh-huh. too. I know. But as far as one-on-one personal training, two, two. Uh huh. I mean that that was it. That that's pretty sad. Um, you know, this this next one was one that we were. This was kind of one of those sanity checks where it's like, well, did did anybody else see what was going on? And so when somebody said, well, apparently they figured out how to copy Crystal's flyers her posts, and her videos, but just couldn't figure out how to copy her results. That that kind of felt good. Lot. I know. <laughs> to, to hear that, where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that people realized yeah. this copycat shit that was going on. Mm-hmm. That it wasn't just... 
because it wasn't done simultaneously. There was at least a day or two lag between it, mm-hmm. and it's just nice that people noticed it. Yeah. You know. Oh, I know. Yeah, that was good. Um, another person said, "I'm done with that place. I attended a training class, and he took up half the class pretending to be a motivational speaker, and so that was directed towards the husband of yeah of the." lady so once if you that's kind of an inside yeah piece. if you if you go to the gym that you that probably resonates for some and, and a couple of these are but i mean once again it's a small enough community so people i underestimated how much everybody saw yeah. I, I completely did i just really thought everybody was kind of oblivious and and the wool was pulled over everybody's eyes and that was how this this was it was so nice to just get these i mean what are we talking about here 20-some messages mm-hmm. from members, mm-hmm. um, 20 different messages from members yeah. about, about some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And one of, the, some of the, one of the direct ones was like, what? They can't even make real progress with their own fitness journey, let alone with a client. <laughs> That's just yeah. true. I mean, it, it <laughs> I says say a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like this one. I always wondered why Seth wasn't a trainer here. Now I know. He doesn't have a big a big enough beer belly. Sorry. <laughs> that, that one's pretty mean. Uh, uh, that, but... was, that, that was the nicer of the mean ones. Yeah. Uh-huh. That we got, so. Yeah. I know. We had to take... Yeah, we didn't want to read the... Yeah, because we had mean. a couple of them on or there. Or the name calling ones, was, too. And I was like, no, maybe we shouldn't. That's too much. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of them was like, why, this was, this was sent to me by a member, why did they have to be so threatened by you and Crystal? Aren't they powerful enough to get past that? I guess they can talk the talk, but can't walk the walk. Um, some of these, I didn't fully understand some of the references that people sent because I, I won't go into detail why I didn't understand it, but I had to have like somebody Someone explain, explain like, well, what, what does that mean? Uh-huh. Um, so once again, I, if, if you're More inside, yeah, if you're a member in inside, I guess you get that one. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, another one, even though, even though you weren't my personal trainer, I, I was always motivated by seeing you both work so hard in the gym. That's a nice one. That is very nice. This one's not so nice. (laughs) Instead of firing Crystal, they should have paid her more and assigned her to train a few of the personal trainers on dieting and real routines. Yeah. It's a pretty direct one. I know. The, this one's also a direct, Uh Uh, I attended one of her poorly taught lame changer classes and quickly realized I could have better results on my own. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one is. I mean, if, if, if you're, I mean, once again, if I say once again, I haven't said it yet. The, out of any industry where what you look like should be part of the job description or at least requirement for the position it's fitness Mm -hmm. if you don't if you aren't in peak physical condition you should not be mentioning talking about training motivating pushing coaching anyone else in their fitness journey until you have reached and sustained that peak yeah and you can say that that's my opinion you can i mean go into any other gym almost anywhere even a fucking planet fitness and you are going to see even the shit instructors there most of them are still in good shape yeah i know well you can tell they work out and i mean i would have people that you know asked for me specifically that i had one-on-one 
evaluations with that told me like, oh, I, I picked you. I want you to train me because of how you look. And especially after my, after I uh, put my flyer out Mm -hmm. and everyone was able to see my story too, because seeing my story and seeing that I was overweight at one point and that I know where this person is, where they're coming from. Mm -hmm. And, you know, people seeing that it was, it was powerful. And I think that there, I mean, there was so many people that would tell me that though. You're the only one here that, that looks like they work out. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I thought this one was funny. (laughs) It's kind of mean, but funny. Was this the same trainer that was sneaking McDonald's into the bathroom? Yeah. (laughs) We didn't see that. I don't know, but (laughs) I thought it was funny. (laughs) Yeah, I got a kick out of that. I was like, well, I don't know who that was. That's funny. Uh Um, This this was another inside one that I was like, okay. But it was, I'm going to go ahead and assume that the only way they could take the power back was to remove the real power in the gym so the bar would be lower. I mean, once again, this these are people that are seeing what's what's happening. Mm-hmm. They they know they've been exposed to what what's going on outside of the gym as well, mm-hmm. and developing their own opinions based on the information that other people are putting out, and they're saying, "Well, this is fucking dumb," mm-hmm. you know. So I know. Mm-hmm. Another one said, "This was all very avoidable." You just need to come up with more cheesy catchphrases that were ripped out of the Motivation for Dummies book and plaster them on a, plaster them on a stupid t-shirt. <laughs> that was more another more Yeah, I mean, inside. one of the things that one of the staff members says that I'll, I'll get to in a minute it was kind of reflective of the same thing. It, we saw this weird kind of shift where instead of it being a place to work out and achieve your goals, it started to shift towards this very forced, we're going to, you know, we're this motivational mecca. Yeah. None of us have achieved anything, but we're this motivational mecca. And you started to kind of feel and see that. And and you would see the people kind of rolling their eyes and really, and mm-hmm. and you would hear the murmurs and you would see people making fun and poking fun and, saying things under their breath and and it it was palpable i mean people noticed Mm -hmm. people definitely saw the shift and i think that while some people probably saw benefit in that and were excited people that were very serious and results focused were not entertained at all yeah saw through the bullshit yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um i know the uh, the last one I had, and this was one that I was like, I, I didn't understand initially, and then I was explained that it was directly um, targeted at something that was posted on social media. But it said, I guess power, strength, and beauty means jealousy, whining, and incompetence to some people. Um, was that all you had from the members? I have, uh, I have one more, yeah. Honestly, you should have seen this coming from a mile away. When you don't eat right... The right way. Your form is crap. You don't know what you're doing. Your progress pick is three years old. Your personality is non-existent. Wait, that's not you. How did you get fired? When I first started reading that, <laughs> when you showed me that, I was like, who the fuck is that? Because I, like, I started to get irritated. Because uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. 
what the fuck? That's that's not what you did. What the fuck are they? Th-? I was like getting angry. Yeah, you should have and seen it. And then I realized. Then then they they had a really good sense <laughs> yeah. of humor with it and did the bait and switch on me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I get it. That's yeah. fucking funny. Well, that's a good so one. that that's a pretty good. One. <laughs> but yeah. I think even with as, the members and the friends aside. Yeah, I mean, it it meant a lot that we like I said with with the amount of members that reached out, um, and and showed their support and their concern and. And were extremely open with their opinions about it uh, and what they felt about what was going on and other people. It, it, once again, it made us feel not so insane. It made mm-hmm. us feel not so, you know, kind of self-involved with the whole thing. Where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, cool, fuck. I mean, pe- other people see what's going on. It's not just us. So that, that you know. Felt better. It, that that kind of really, yeah, it, it did. I think it really kind of gave us a sense of relief. Um, and then we, we, still, we still got other people that had... A sour experience, which as much it's not that it, that doesn't mean anything when somebody that has a sour experience reaches out and shares their sour experience, but we can see both sides of those. Yeah, and and we're good at seeing both sides. Yeah, we understand that some people are like oh fuck that place. Well, they did. Well, it's like yeah, okay. Yeah, I can see why they did that. Yeah, we see. I we know exactly why they did that. Uh-huh. So we understand where the gym came from on some of those, and mm-hmm. so those are things that. We, we kind of mentally discount. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, yeah, I get it. Thanks for your support, and, and we appreciate it, but you kind of did fuck up. Yeah. Um, we didn't tell them that. Yeah, <laughs> and, I, and I wouldn't because I, I don't want to downplay what they went through. Right. Everybody's experience is their own. But uh-huh. we saw kind of what happened with, yeah. with some of these people that were sour, whether it was members or staff or former staff or whoever, mm-hmm. uh, former members. And it's like, kind of just grow the fuck up about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but to get it from people that actively go there, actively go there, actively work there, mm-hmm. actively portray the support for there, mm-hmm. that that just held a little more, more validity yeah. to it uh-huh. for uh, for us to do that. And, and as you were saying, even more than you know, the, we're glad people reached out. Even more than the members, it was I. I kind of, I guess, I kind of bashed the staff in my post. Um, cause I was like, I'm very, dis- I, I can't remember what I said, so I'll paraphrase, but I said, you know, I'm, I'm, dis- I'm disappointed in, in the staff that saw what was happening, know what's going on, know what these two are doing and, and said nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if they said anything about it. And once again, my, my, or your, or our expectation is not for, we don't, we're not asking or expecting members to be like, fuck you, we're out of here. No. We're not expecting staff to be like, fuck you, I, I quit. quit for what you right. did to Crystal. No, you, not at you all. You need a job. You, that's not what we're trying to accomplish from any of this. No. Um, but when we started to get, you know, six, seven, whatever staff members reaching out, saying things to us, obviously don't want to post it publicly yeah, because they don't right. want to be held accountable. Yeah. Once again, that's why we don't want to say anybody's name. Uh-huh. But those probably meant the most because mm-hmm. it's like, it meant the most, but still I was kind of like, well, this is still a little too late. Why the fuck didn't you say something? I know. <laughs> say something I know. two weeks ago oh, and maybe well. this could have been avoided. I know. Yeah. Well, one of them was like, you could tell in our weekly meetings that when you ask some great and much needed questions that they've always felt challenged and exposed. This was her completely weak solution to her self-perceived problem. I mean, that, that says a lot from yeah. staff that are seeing this and mm-hmm. exposed to it. That, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're, 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 they're not blind. No, I know. 
Um, another one said, great. Now the one person that was standing up for the rest of us is gone. Jealous- jealousy is a B word, and it creates them too. Yep. Um, I think very simply put, one of, the, one of the staff reached out to me and said, if anybody was a team player, it was Crystal. Now, I was the one that posted on social media, so some of them reached out directly to me. Mm-hmm. And then you shared it, so mm-hmm. some reached out directly to you. And it was so funny, that the team, the team player thing. I, I get the, you're not a good fit, because I think that people could apply that to, you're too driven, you've accomplished too much, you, whatever. I think they could find a way in their head to take what you've done and how you promote yourself and yeah. how you carry yourself and say you're not a good fit. Mm-hmm. But I do not have any idea how somebody can ever come to the conclusion that I'm that not, not a team, team player. player. And even one of your former bosses yeah. stood Reached up it. and was like, Crystal is one of the best team players ever. Yeah. Um, so that that was... I Anybody think, that knows me and has worked with me in the past knows this. I so. think that that was pulled out of what to say when you fire someone 101. Yeah. And it was just these these random weird little... You're not a team player. Yeah. Okay. Tell them they're not a team player. Tell them they're not a good fit. These are easy things to say to let someone down or something. I mean, uh-huh. you could you could just kind of tell from what was said that... The, <laughs> you know that she spent five hours the night before figuring out how, what the, how the conversation how should go. How to fire me. I know. As someone that has fired many people, I don't ever research on how to do it. No. You just get it done. Just get that shit done. <laughs> But you have to have a fucking reason. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I would never fire someone better than me. I would want to learn from them and accelerate my own level and increase that instead of being like, ugh, you're doing so much better than me. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Like, that's the person holding you back, and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're holding yourself back. I think I only have a couple more, right? Yeah, me too. Um, if you aren't a team player, then I'm not either. They just want us to blindly follow their bad ideas without question or pushback. I'm sorry I didn't push back with you. Yeah, I think we saw a little bit of regret. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the last one I, I got from the staff that reached out was, they said, this place is a fucking gym, not a support center. It feels like Stuart Smalley. If anybody isn't familiar with Stuart Smalley, he was the, you're good enough, you're smart enough. <laughs> You're whatever enough on Saturday Night Live that, uh, God, what the fuck was his name? He ran for senator in, like, some other town. Anyway, that was Stuart Smalley. But he said, it feels like Stuart Smalley bought the gym, and now we have to tell everyone how great and perfect they are instead of challenging them to make progress. You know, no shocker. We're a results matter Mm -hmm. type of mentality. Mm -hmm. Um... I don't care about your pain. I don't care about your suffering. I don't care about your story as far as why you're down in the dumps or why you haven't achieved your goals. We all have those instances. Tell me what the fuck you're doing to get over it and show me what you've accomplished. Mm -hmm. And so for someone that is completely on that end of the spectrum of results, 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 especially, once again, in the one industry where your (laughs) physical results should be on display... 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 fucking days a year, it is the fitness industry. I, I, I will never concede that the results of how your physical appearance looks, if you are a fucking trainer, 
should be the biggest piece of the puzzle to what your clients should see in you and your level of expectation of what success looks like in a physical manifestation. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. a work in progress, not someone that looked good a few years ago but doesn't look good now, not somebody that has a great story of, oh yeah, I lost 100 pounds, yeah, I've gained 70 of it back, but I still lost 100 pounds. No, you need to hear that shit from people that have lost it, sustained it for a lengthy amount of time because they know what it takes to have that success. Yeah. Not a fucking flash in the pan yeah. or someone that hasn't achieved anything physically uh-huh. even. I mean, that, that just is, is beyond comprehension to me. And when I mean, you, everybody knows how we feel about this. Yeah. Though. I mean, I would, wouldn't... I guess most of our listeners should know this too, <laughs> you know, by now, especially with our, our fitness episodes. Yeah, but and I think stuff. everybody at the gym should have known it too. I know. I know. Yeah. And, and, and I, I just don't understand how you can work in that industry and put how you physically appear down the totem pole. Mm-hmm. That doesn't, that makes no sense to me. Because you obviously don't know how to eat. You obviously don't know and what why to would do. You li- why would someone listen to you? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't, it's, I don't know. It's like, I mean, and we, I think we've used the analogy before about... The banker? Uh, well, no, I think we've used it in, you know, for fit, like actual fitness. Why would you, when we're talking about relationships normally, you know, we, we usually go down the, the fitness path and, and are like, well... Why would you listen to a trainer that was overweight, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess I have used that exact example, yeah. huh? But, so, anyway, so, the last one that I have is, I tried to warn you, this still sucks, and she obviously had it out for you. It's the blind leading the blind, and you had too much vision. That's a pretty good compliment. I know, it is, and, I mean, it's true. A compliment to you. Anyway. You did try to warn me. And I guess, I don't know. I, so would you rather go down on the ship with your values intact or... Wait, hold on. I'm trying to figure out how to best... I've, for those, anybody not watching, we have finished... I've poured three more things of the tealing. <laughs> the bottle's empty and I just opened a different bottle of our, of our rock bottom. The... Uh, no, Rocktown. Rock, I'm sorry. Rocktown, yeah. The Rocktown Smoky. Yeah, we love Rocktown uh, Distillery. Rock They're freaking awesome. What was I saying? Uh, Damn it. About... I lost my train of thought. Um, about the vision and all that, and the blind leading the blind. And you knew you had too much vision. I don't know. I had something very compelling to say, <laughs> but I can't remember what it was. Oh... <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, it sucked that they, yeah, I, they did want, oh, that's what you were saying. You were saying that the boat, would you rather the ship? Oh, yeah, be, yeah. Would you, yeah, I was trying to figure out how to work. Would you rather jump off of a sinking ship and swim to safety and save your own ass? Or would you rather stay on the sinking ship with everybody without a life preserver and just go down with it? And say, I never left. I'd rather... Jump to safety save yourself. and save myself. You know why you'd rather save yourself? Mm. Because you can go faster alone. Because <laughs> you can swim away a lot quicker. <laughs> so, um, one of their... The big quotes that they 
that they really uh, push there, and uh, they absolutely did. They love. always push that. Or was no, that they new? didn't always push it. It's pretty new. Um, is if you if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. And I agree with it to a point, but I disagree with it as well. <laughs> Where I find that statement invalid is you're relying on the team to get you as far as you can go. Mm-hmm. And if the team can't go as far as you can go, you have two choices, three choices. A, you leave the team and go as far as you can go by yourself. B, you don't go as far as you can go, but you stay part of the team. Mm-hmm. Or C, you lead the team where they need to get to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I think that I wanted to lead the team. Well, okay, well, you no. Didn't want I didn't me. want to I didn't want to lead, I didn't want anything to do with with being know, in charge being in charge or anything like that. But I wanted to to be able to I wanted to have an lead impact. By example. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted to to show everybody, you know, this is this is the right way. This is the right path. Let's go this way. Mhm. And Give my ideas and stuff, but nobody else wanted that. They well, wanted they wanted the idea. They just didn't want it to come from you. Right. Yes. Exactly. Uh huh. You know, I think it, it. The the last comment I read was the the Stuart Smalley thing, and and I remember it just seemed like somebody flipped a switch at some point in time over the last eight months. It seems like where. It just seemed like somebody, you know, watched a Tony Robbins special on Netflix and then decided, you know what, I think I could do that. And then they started their own motivational thing, and then people from our gym attended that and just kind of got this half-ass crash course in, in what it takes to lead and stay motivated and be this and be that and it was just all such bullshit Mm -hmm. instead of just you know sometimes you don't need a fucking plan you just need some fucking balls and get shit done and that i think i think that you do need a plan i think their plan was wrong Mm -hmm. that was the problem yeah that yes and they were they were sponges soaking up any and all information, including way too much bad information. Yeah, sponges, but they couldn't... It wasn't necessarily getting... Delivering the information the right way, too. Right. You know? Getting it across the, the way that the real motivational speakers do. Mm-hmm. And And even, I mean, for us, even with, like... The real motivational speakers, yeah, some of the stuff that those types of motivational speakers, like the way that they speak and present stuff, it's like, oh, wow, you know, you do, you do kind of like, you are kind of like, oh, okay, I could see that. But then at the, at the same time, we're like, hmm, yeah, but these people... (laughs) These individuals right here, why are they paying you for for this crap? Yeah. You are using them mm-hmm. to get paid millions and millions of dollars. 
and I'm not going to buy into that bullshit and yeah. pay you all that money. I'll, I'll motivate myself. Yeah. People that are truly self-motivated don't seek out other methods of motivation. Mm-hmm. People that are truly business savvy don't seek out other avenues or how to be that. Now, I'm not saying that you can't always learn something because I think you can, but mm-hmm. what you can't do is get an overload of information and put all of that information on a wad of 50 fucking darts and throw all those darts at a dartboard and just hope something sticks. Mm-hmm. And everything just seemed very sporadic and not planned very well and just, well, I heard about this. Well, we need to try that. Well, here's what we... And nothing was a fucking original idea except the shit you did. Well, you can tell was... all the ideas were ripped out of out of a book or a conference yeah. or something. Yeah. It was... It was, I mean, that was one of the things that I even said to the owner when we met was like, I've seen these trainers doing things. I know that they Googled those because my first two years when I didn't know what I was doing, I did the same stupid, lame-ass, non-working routine, and your trainers are having their fucking clients doing this shit that isn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you, just, you just knew there was not this sense of originality. Everything was really trying to just get... Original, originality or... True leadership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody knew what the results would be. You, 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 you have to do something intentional with a perceived result and measure the success of that result. Mm-hmm. And if it worked, that's great. If not, do you scrub it, move it on? It doesn't mean you, you, don't, you don't need to keep thinking of new ideas, but there needs to be a better thought process behind it. Well, and I think that they had ideas... And that was all that it was left at, was an idea. It was the dog in the road chasing the shiny car that kept driving by. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And they wouldn't necessarily, like, uh, actually put the plan towards the the idea that they had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe some of their ideas weren't, were pretty good, Mm -hmm. but some of them... But they needed... The execution was the problem. Yeah, something yeah. To, to lead them to a better path. Mm-hmm. And they didn't want to hear about it. No. They just wanted to be told, oh, that's a great idea, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And, and you weren't going to do that. You, 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 you are really good at playing devil's advocate mm-hmm. and saying, well, well, what about this? Well, have we thought about that? And people that fancy themselves idea people, when they come with an idea, they don't want any pushback. They don't want any questions. They, they think of this idea and they're like, and that's something I've had to overcome as well, where it's like, oh, I have this great idea, let's do that. And I need someone to keep me in check to say, you know what, that the idea itself is good, but here's other things we need to think about. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, the idea is good, let's set that aside. What are other considerations? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something I currently have with my own professional job, which is something I've needed. So mm-hmm. I don't keep bouncing from idea to idea and having to watch different things fizzle out or not work accordingly. Where if you just slow the fuck down and look at the resources around you and what people... I mean, I went to one of the owners and said, do you know I do full-scale business plans annually? Mm-hmm. I do full-blown campaigns for marketing for social media for ROI guess guess who fucking created a orientation program and taught it for 2 years <laughs> oh, i know 
I know. I yeah. mean, there was unlimited resources between the two of us that mm-hmm. they, 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 they could have utilized. They fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> oh, well. So what? what's the big... Even after the ranting, even after just kind of sharing the experience, even after talking about the story and, and, and telling it and walking through it, I think it's still therapeutic to just go through it again one final time. Yeah. But what's what's the big takeaway or lesson learned from this whole experience? Mm, I don't know. I've had a hard time thinking about that. Yeah. You know, I've had I, I've I mean, of course, I've had time time to think about it and and reflect on it and I've had a hard time coming up with what I the lesson learned (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think that I think you know even going along with their with their quote that they love the you know you can um you know if you go alone you can go fast but if you want to go far, if you want to go, go far, together. we got to go together. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you have somebody that is even on your same team holding you back or capping off that that, that ceiling, that ceiling yeah. uh-huh, how far are you going to go? Well, and everybody's ceiling is different. Mm-hmm. That's that's. Part of the problem with that theory is someone's ceiling may be, well, I just want to get certified to be a trainer but not look like I train. Mm -hmm. I'm certified. That's it. That's your ceiling. So someone that gets certified and looks like they train, your ceiling is automatically higher. So you either have to dumb down that ceiling or you do have to go at it alone Mm -hmm. or just go to another team that has the same vision as you do. Yeah, I know. And I think that... Having, I mean, and even with all of the people that have reached that reached out and stuff, and you know, told me nice things like, like that, you know, that your vision is, you know, more clear than theirs, and Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Like, I think that, I mean, it says a lot, one, but I think that the I know that I'm gonna, I know I'm gonna be okay, (laughs) and I know that I'm gonna go far, no matter. Who's on my team? Right. As long as... You're on my team. I'm on your team. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that... Yeah, I mean, there, there's... Sometimes you go through shit and it's like, what the fuck is the takeaway? Is there anything positive? I mean, I, I think that... I know that there's positive out yeah, of this. Yeah, there is. And I think sharing the... I, I'm... I am by nature not very supportive of other people. So I'm always very surprised when people show support. Um, and I shouldn't be, mm-hmm. but I, I, I am. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, I'm like, man, I talked to that dude in the gym one time. I didn't even talk to her. I just nodded at her every day. Mm-hmm. And then to see, and I get these messages, get these, you know, these people reaching out on Messenger or whatever. And you're like, who the fuck is this? And then you're like, oh, oh that's so-and-so. Well, I never even talked to you. And for someone to not even have a relationship, but to resonate with what you went through and still make the decision that, you know what, what she went through was wrong enough that I'm going to reach out to them and tell them how I feel about it, it it means a lot. Um, So I think, 
I, you know, I, I do. I, I take for granted the willingness that people have to support other people because I, I don't have that trait is not out in front for me <laughs> yeah. for a lot of people. Um, not on that level. I think other things I am. Yeah. But well, that, everybody knows on the podcast that how how you. I don't ask for help, so I don't want to give help. <laughs> well, and and you only support me. Yeah. And you will. Only give me the love right. and support and yeah. everything that I need. So, so thank God there's people better out there than me. <laughs> but thank God I have you right. to support me and and make sure that I'm okay and that I don't freaking, I don't know, fall off some sort of wagon. <laughs> yeah. All of you that sent the funny, very mean stuff, we got a huge kick out of it. Yes. We just cannot repeat some of that on no. the podcast. No, sorry. Yeah. Um, Thank you, though. Um, you know where you can send that stuff, though, so send it directly to them to if you want. Or the speakeasy. Yeah, post it in the speakeasy. <laughs> yeah, it's a closed group. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing that I, I didn't mention. Um, the one thing we did, because of, of all the copying going on, once this happened, they unfriended, blocked, mm-hmm. all that. So, like, there was one person left that you could communicate with, and that's why you reached out and said, To hey, that owner. To mm-hmm. that owner. Hey, what did I do wrong? Mm-hmm. Um, still haven't received a response. No. Even that person, the other owner, the people we've been complaining about, they blocked. They blocked us. Blocked us. We have nothing. So, we they were part of our speakeasy group. I can only assume to see what we were up to, mm-hmm. to see what we were doing, because they're probably trying to copy something else. So we booted them out of that, um, but we weren't the first to make that step. So mm-hmm. I know some of this probably after listening to this, if you're still even fucking listening, <laughs> uh, probably came off very petty, and, and you may even say, well, why, why even read what the people sent to us? And honestly, it's because... We wanted to share what other people said for the mere fact that the people there don't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so call it petty, call it vindictive, call it whatever you want. Yeah, but I have the microphone yeah. and you can listen to every goddamn word I have to say. That's right. <laughs> get, yeah. get a podcast. Yeah. People listen. Yes, that it. people listen to. Um, so, I mean, we're, we're moving on. Yeah. From this, we pretty much know where we're going next. Yeah. Uh, now we're just waiting for the fucking for coronavirus, the coronavirus to go away. Oh my gosh. Um, and then we'll move on. So once if you listen to the whole thing, we appreciate it. Like like Crystal said at the beginning, this is more therapeutic than anything. Yeah. It was something we've been thinking about, we've been talking about. We really just kind of wanted to put it out there because we know we have a, a lot of friends and family and obviously gym memberships or gym members and people that we have connected with on some level that wanted to know the story mm-hmm. um so we wanted to share ours and i think that you know uh well i said that reading those could have come off petty and vindictive you know uh, we're very aware that there are three sides to every story there's ours theirs and the truth mm-hmm. and, and getting the amount of support we did kind of made us feel like ours was a little closer to the truth and just kind of clarified yeah, yeah. um mm-hmm. like i said I, I felt really justified in some of the thoughts that I had had, my opinions about what was going on, my opinions about people specifically, to see that other people felt the same way, 
it made me feel good. It, it made me feel less bad, I guess. <laughs> I know. Is, is what I say. Not that it made me feel good. I felt less bad because I was really like, fuck, am I the only one completely annoyed and irritated by this? Mm-hmm. And then be like, oh, cool, I'm not alone. It made yeah. me feel less bad about it. Um, That's true. Not that the end result is any better. I was, I was just happy that people were, like, supporting me. Mm-hmm. And that they were, they were really reaching out and being genuine. Oh, yeah. And, like, wow, I can't believe this. Like, mm-hmm. this really sucks. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was glad that other people saw it, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And I know that eventually, you know... You what goes around comes around, mm-hmm. and they will definitely get what comes around. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have anything else to, Dad. Do you? No. Uh-uh. Yeah. Well, thanks for for listening to our. I've had too much to drink on this episode. Our, My God. our long ass episode, yeah. but it was needed, and yep. we needed to get it all out. So thank you for. If you're still here, thank you for sticking around. Shout out to Drive Clothing for the shirts. They sent those to us. They're badass. Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, but as always, thank you all for listening, of course. Um, Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.